0: All right, guys, what's going on, and welcome back. This is the Tipped Out Podcast, Episode 17, with your hosts, Danny Christie and Brandon Palmer. What's going on, Danny? How are you?
1: I'm Excellent, Brandon. How are you?
0: Mm-hmm, Doing good. I'm really excited to get into this one. This is going to be uh, the start of another basic series. So this one's going to be the basics of the putting grip. Uh, but Before we hop into that, dude, let's just kind of catch up with each other a little bit. How's your week been? You've been crushing it in the gym, I see.
1: Oh yeah, man, I'm uh absolutely shredded now.
0: Yeah. Someone might kidding. call me Shred
1: Bundy. <laughs> no, I've been
0: uh what um, uh, you split Ben? You've been doing some really golf specific stuff, or are you just been kind of working out like an athlete?
1: Honestly, haven't really been super golf specific. I try to like incorporate a little bit, but I, I focus more on golf stuff in my stretching.
0: Hmm.
1: I guess. So that's like more mobility stuff, but um, I'm doing a lot of like just pure strength stuff. So like legs, I've been doing a deadlift split, um, where I'm just working in the hypertrophy ranges of my deadlift. And then I also would that do some, I believe it's called plyometrics mm-hmm. beforehand, where I'm working on kind of like jumping a little bit and like explosive stuff, kind of like getting the ankles and the calves and the, all that stuff, a little faster twitch, which I feel mm-hmm. like will be beneficial to golf a little more explosive to the ground Mm -hmm. what's that
0: that's cool man you just used some good words there the hypertrophy and the fast twitch muscles and proud dad moment but uh, baby (laughs) yeah dude that's awesome I definitely think do you when we're in season when we were back in college many moons ago um did you feel that you did more golf specific training during season, or did you really ever get golf specific? I know you said you do like your stretching. Um, so is that more like mobility and yoga-based that you find your golf specific stuff, or do you do any of that at all, depending on the season?
1: Um I would say I probably don't do enough golf-specific workouts. And that is simply from probably a lack of effort and a lack of knowledge. Like I know and I've done, I feel like it's a lot easier to find information on just working out in general in more of a bodybuilding fashion, I guess. Cause like, I really have like learned from what I've learned from you and I've learned from what I've looked at, but I've also like tried to find better, like golf specific workouts, but everything I find seems really like easy I I don't know it doesn't seem that hard I don't know if I should be adding weight but like I find a bunch of like rinky dink videos on golf workouts but then like if I can I find like stuff that I feel like is good and challenging is making me stronger
0: Hmm.
1: just through like Jeff Cavalier if that makes sense I mean go ahead I was just
0: no, ask yeah, you if you feel yes. like you have
1: a lot of success finding like good golf specific workouts on like on YouTube. I don't really.
0: No, definitely not. That's the thing. Every time someone sees golf specific workout, uh, I mean, that's a pretty searchable term. but everybody does, like you said, kind of really easy things. It's balanced, stability based, um, very, very lightweight, which, I don't know, man. I think we're kind of getting a little bit away from that in a positive way. Like I think a golf specific workout should be like what a baseball, an MLB player is doing, like the real power of rotation. We yeah. need stability and power of rotation, you know, ground up force. Um, So learning how to use our lower body and just rotate. So a lot of core Um, But then, you know, we know the golf specific muscles, we can do our bodybuilding or our physique based workouts like I love that I know you and I've done a ton of those. Mm -hmm. Uh, The golf specific stuff I think really comes in when we do things like mirror work, um, having a weighted club and holding those positions longer, like golf specific muscles are very different, I would say, hitting golf balls, walking the golf course. Um, and then just working on your positions with a weighted club or a regular club even in a mirror would be more golf specific and that's that stuff's not easy you hold a weighted club in the parallel you know your step two position for a while like it burns it feels weird those are the muscles we got to kind of strengthen and lengthen as well like you know the lats uh, that stretch you know do some hang overhead hangs but that's a little off topic. That's more of, it's a little different topic there for our podcast, but nonetheless, a great little intro. So I want to start right out by grip. Speaking about grip, our hands are the only thing that really marry us to that club. So give us a little bit of tidbit and like an insight on how you grip the club and a little bit of your thoughts on the grip.
1: So yeah, get us into our basics of putting, um, grip, uh i'm going to just talk briefly about kind of how i feel the grip is um very important and a fundamental of the putting stroke and for me uh, the grip i like is getting my right hand totally on the putt, or on the grip on the putter um and i like doing a lot of one-handed work and just start just to start to feel my connection with that right hand on the club and how it controls the face and uh, I usually have it running through the lifeline of my hand. Um, and then I put my left hand on there. And usually my feel is that my left hand is a lot more along for the ride. And my right hand is kind of doing more of the work and like releasing the putter down the line. Hmm. Um, Again, with my left hand, it's going through my lifeline. I feel like that once you start to get that feel of the palms kind of opposing each other on the putter, um, you start to be able to stabilize the club face. And I really just feel like my right palm is the club face for controlling the putter head.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. That's so crucial. Like, like we talked about a little bit yesterday, it was really cool. Uh, last night Danny and I spent like three hours trying to get this next uh, content in place and kind of have a little bit of a content schedule so we got a really good rundown of the basics of the fundamentals all the way through every aspect of putting the motion itself uh, green reading you know some of our favorite cues Uh, but for this one specifically yeah it is so important that one we're gripping correctly we're trying to make it almost a single plane we don't want a lot of different angles in there and that's really crucial when it comes to like danny said having the grip in that lifeline uh if you're here with us on youtube you can see where he showed that hand so you can see the camera the light right there lifeline so it runs right up the middle whereas a golf club is going to run along the arms or along the fingers it's in the fingers the putter Goes more up the wrist, so it's an extension of the arm. That'll totally change how the putt exactly. comes off. And like we'll get into the roll of the ball, you'll be able to see and get that immediate feedback, even from your grip. Especially like the release of the club face. How Danny was talking, his right hand, his trail hand, is that motor of the putter, the motion.
1: And that is huge. I just want to touch on that. I like that you brought that up, Palmer. That was one of the most important things I learned. Cause I remember when I was like 13 years old and I thought I was a pretty good putter. And then uh, a guy that was like a D one player met me and he was like, yeah, what are you doing? He was like, you got the angle, like you're setting up uh, up to like an iron shot. And what he meant was when we grab a, a, a iron or a driver and we're going to take a swing, if you pay attention to where that, that shaft runs, it's on a totally different line than where our um, arms are running. And Palmer said it really well when um, it, the the shaft and the club with the putter is an extension of your arm, your arm, your right arm should be going right down the shaft of your putter. So they're all in the same line. Um, and that comes from where you grip it because just like he showed you, if it's in your fingers, notice where it's going to be pointing versus where if you have it in the lifeline. So very and good.
0: The last little piece to that would be you know, people often ask why, why is that? Well, one, like we said, the actual angle, we would like it to be a single plane, an extension of the arm that eliminates um, a lot of errors, but also it's in the normal full swing with a golf club and not a putter, we need wrist action. We need supple and movable wrists so we can set the club and then release the club. With putting, hopefully we're not swinging it back that far. And also we're not really incorporating the wrists too much. Now, this isn't a fully locked out position. I'm not sure if we get into that here. Now that's more in the uh no, we do talk about the wrists. So cool. Yeah. So the wrists aren't fully locked, but we'll get into how they kind of move and are a little bit fluid through the stroke. Definitely depends on the length um and who you are as a putter. It is very individual. So same thing with the grip. There's no one right way. Danny backed me up on this if you agree there's no one right way to grip the club but there are some very fundamentally sound ways to do it you know we have the basics the fundamentals but then again you can always add your own spin or a little bit of flair individuality to the putter grip but definitely the next piece grip pressure are you uh, are you gripping this putter like a bird we've heard that before is this uh give me a scale of one to ten what your grip pressure is Gripping that putter,
1: so I'll give you a number and then I'll go into a little side story. Um, I would say I'm probably like five or six. Mm. Um, but I feel like I know I have heard and I feel like people hear a lot, especially with putter. I know there's a video where Tiger talks about it and he was talking to like Crenshaw and they were talking about how lightly they hold the putter. Um, I feel like you can more easily get away with gripping it really light if you're on faster greens, mm. but when you get to slower greens, it can be hard to grip it that light and feel like you still have a good control of the speed because you've just got to hit it so much harder. So I feel like a little firmer grip probably helps on, on slower greens. Um, as a result, I feel like since I have played slower greens, most of my life, my grip is a little tighter
0: yeah we're that, not playing tour cool. greens
1: unfortunately I'm not playing tour greens every week so
0: exactly and that goes into putter fitting that we'll get into eventually is the weighting of your putter and what weight of putter is best for you and the, the normality of the greens you play you know faster greens you want a heavier putter you don't have to swing it that far Um lighter greens you want a not a lighter green slower greens you want a lighter putter um, but yeah exactly what you said so he was talking with At least in this picture, this is a Tiger Woods, how I play golf, a wicked old golf digest version. But yeah, I was on the practice screen with Butch Harmon one day, Tiger said in 1998, when he noticed that his putter is being held too tight. He was almost tearing the grip off it. But he talked with Butch and he was talking about that out of one to 10, Tiger says his grip pressure is around a five. He said that's probably a little bit tighter than Ben Crenshaw holds his putter but it's still pretty light for me. So he used to hold it extremely tight, but just like you said, um, the feel versus the reel of the grip pressure may change, but definitely having that light grip gives your hands a lot, a lot of feel. The tighter we grip it, we're just losing touch and feel, and it's now almost bringing tension into our forearms, biceps, probably our back, depending on how tightly we are gripping that.
1: So Exactly. I want to go on a quick tangent and just say, even though Palmer said we did a lot of working and planning, we didn't plan that out. So that was pretty cool how I brought in a video I'd seen with Tiger and Crenshaw. And then he just happened to have that book right there on ready. Guy was not planned. Um, we're just that in sync, I guess. But uh, to the, the grip, like you just mentioned, the biggest thing I feel is even though sometimes I do, You know, you want to control it. I definitely feel like in my fingers, I get them wrapped around the putter. Not super tight, but they're they're controlling the face. My Mm -hmm. wrist is really where I feel more supple, where I let it kind of swing with the head. And even the smallest little wrist hinge on the way back helps me just then let the putter just flow into the ball on the way through. And then it releases naturally on the way through. If you have really tight wrists, that's when you I feel like people get more of like dragging the handle and they'll miss hit it and Mm -hmm. stuff like that.
0: That's a quick trip down memory lane. Summer of 2018, we had almost that exact conversation with Mr. Pat Sams, how he was like, you need to grip the club hard enough so it's not going to spin in your hands when you hit that ball. Sometimes people don't realize that these clubs get extremely heavy when you swing them at a good amount of speed. You know, 80 mile an hour to 110 mile an hour club head speed. It gets that center of gravity really moving, puts a lot of inertia in that ball. So if you're holding it super, super light, it's just going to spin. So like you said, so, so well, grip pressure, your actual fingers on the club may differ in the full swing, especially, but the suppleness comes from your wrists. You can grip something very tight, but your wrists are still able to function and move. Mm -hmm. It's all about where that object or the shaft is placed in your hands. So that's that's a brilliant piece right there that's that's really well said. So now perfect little segue into what role do your wrists play in the putting stroke? We talked about the grip pressure, actually where the shaft goes and now this is about what you were saying in terms of your right hand being the workhorse of your putting stroke. How do you feel each hand works in that in that stroke?
1: So what I feel the biggest thing and what I, I've started to do, this is pretty recent for me in the last year or two. I I feel like my putting, for one, has improved a lot. And um, two, I just feel like my from that improvement is just this the contact I make with the ball, and it all started with me starting to feel like I let the putter head swing with one-handed stroke. So that was really when I started getting my right hand on there, letting my head I make my strokes and really feel the head flowing. And for me, it felt a lot like I was doing a lot of hinging on my wrist. Wasn't forcing it to hinge, but as the head swung back and the weight went that way, I let my hand go with a little bit. And then as it comes through, I let it release a little bit, which for me was a huge difference. Cause I definitely used to have really tight locked in wrists and would drag the head around. And as a result, my, um, centeredness of contact on putts was actually not very good at all and I'd be catching it like low on the face high on the face just because of like the how unrepeatable it was I guess um and so that's huge for me that's helped my contact and the role I put on the ball tremendously and I've started to pay much closer attention to the role I put on the ball um, and you can start to feel if you start doing that and you do it the right way and you're just letting the head, what I say, flow into the ball, you're going to feel a difference of the strike of your pot, without a doubt.
0: 100%. What is, what would your miss be for someone that drags that handle? What is the, on a, just a flat pot, what would your miss be? If you're really dragging that handle through impact, most likely your miss will be right, Correct. I'm if say, you're yeah. right
1: yep. One of my favorite things to do is push putts. So,
0: you gotta love it. We shove it right out there, man. Um, so with that said, you said the putter head covered that swing of the putter, resulting in a roll the ball. Okay, cool. So when you strike a good putt, what do you like to see the ball doing? Is it wobbly? Is it end over end? How does the ball roll? Does it skip or jump first? Or how do you generally like to see it really come off the I face?
1: Yes. Um. So I believe the science behind it is it actually does go airborne for a second. Mm -hmm. As it like compresses off the putter face, it gets airborne, but pretty much then it just, it's right off the bat. It's airborne touches the ground. And then as soon as it touches the ground, it starts rolling end over end. So I call it like a tight roll and Mm -hmm. really there, I mean, there's good training aids to see it. I mean, you can do it with a half colored ball. You can just put a line on your ball and uh, but Honestly, once you get used to seeing it, boom, there's a half-colored ball right there. Once you get used to seeing it, you don't really need anything. You can tell right away just by the way that the ball's rolling. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the way I, I term it is just a, a good tight roll, and you can tell the speed control is just there. Like, yep. speed control is so, so important in putting. Um, I feel like a lot of amateurs don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, So I would just definitely say you get that good tight roll on a putt you're going to know and you're going to see a big difference in your speed control.
0: 100%. And a great, a great little tip for that to check that if you don't have, uh, if you don't really feel like buying the half colored ball, I don't think they're crazy expensive, but if you don't feel like buying that and you don't want to sharpie the entire half of your golf ball, all you've got to do is use the line that is already on that golf ball and even, you know, take one of those uh, marking devices, clamp it on top of the golf ball, mark it up with a Sharpie. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, people line up with or without that line, but during a lot of my rounds, I definitely like to see that tight roll that you spoke of just based on, you know, my Sharpie line and uh, how I kind of set up to mark a golf ball. It's great to kind of get that center line on your putter matched up with that. It also kind of gives you a little bit of a guide to, Put down that line rather than cut across it or push out on it. So a lot of cool little features of that line on the golf ball. So last piece here for putting grip basics. How has your grip personally changed over the years? Have you changed your style? Um, yeah, let's just go with style. Have you changed your style in the recent years? I
1: haven't. And I kind of mentioned it already and I can, I'm going to go into a little more detail here. Um, As to, I almost have like a a reason of why I think I got into more of a, it created some bad habits with my putting and it was just because of how I gripped it. Um, I'm not really sure why, but at, at some point when I was like 12, 13, maybe I started gripping it with, I believe it was my, my left hand completely on the putter and my right hand was like double overlapping, not really on it that much at all. And it's like this I feel like probably what I mean and I had like a super stroke on my putter for a little while just like just because I'm stupid I like and I just feel like all it did was like take away looking back on it now then I was like oh this is a great idea I'm such a good putter but now it's like dude like you just took away all your natural feel like mm. I was a real I felt like I was a really good putter when I was like eight as weird as that is like when you're young and you're just putting and yeah. you don't know any better then you get into probably some bad things that you think are the right thing to do, bad habits. And they kind of mess you up for a little while, but I definitely um, feel like I created some bad habits with that grip. And um, I feel like for sure that got me into like dragging the handle and just didn't really have as good of a feel because my dominant hand was barely touching the putter. Um, That's really all I got. But to me, that makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely does. Like I'm here fiddling with my own grip right now. And I, I I ran with that too for a while. I'm trying to think of when I switched to high hand low or lead hand low. Um, and yeah, I really like that. I think I used to put traditional and then kind of like you, you just go through something where you get in your own head or you just develop some bad habits and then whether the putter's got to change or your style's got to change. Sometimes that's all it is, is just getting a new putter in your hand or just changing your grip a little bit. Um, And that kind of frees you up to get out of your own head. And just, if it doesn't go well, oh, I was trying something new. And if it does go well, you know, now you're kind of off that bad train of thought. So uh, yeah, I was switched from high hand low, ran with that for a couple of years in college and then recently probably Junior, maybe senior year, switch back to the traditional. Um, and it's kind of a mix of what Tiger had, where his like trail finger, it's like a reverse overlap almost. Um, but yeah, now I definitely see that my lead hand is fully on it, my left hand's fully on it. And I think the pad, the heel pad of my trail hand, isn't fully on it. Like, I don't like how the thumb fits on a putter grip, because as you can see, a lot of the guys, especially on tour, their wrist angles are are pretty crazy. Like mine are pretty neutral. Guys on tour, I feel like they're really, their hands are really forced down and the trail hands almost like on top. And that's when, that's the only way I can get my trail hand to be fully on the club. And it just kind of feels weird. So I'll fiddle with that a little bit, but I was putting earlier uh, this evening after work and uh, doing what we kind of spoke about the other night, kind of really letting the trail hand kind of drift and then release that angle back. And it's not a scoopy. It's not a flippy, but <laughs> scoopy or flippy, but it is a very um, creative and kind of like artistic move. Yeah. I really like, I really like that about putting. Like b- what Bryson's doing is extremely cool for his own way. He's, He's making putts, he's winning, all that kind of stuff. But um, I kind of like looking back at the older generation of golf. Granted, the greens are way different, putting style's different. But I just like how they had that open, kind of like a pop stroke. Can't really do that on today's greens. But uh, I do like some of the same ideals of just being creative, see the line and read it, roll it, hole it kind of, uh, kind of feel to it. But grip, man, what an important piece of the golf swing, the putting stroke but uh, definitely some really cool things coming for you guys in terms of this back to basics putting. Then of course we'll go right through the whole bag. So once again, if you guys are seeing this, whether it's on uh, Apple pod is that what it's called? Apple podcast, Apple podcast,
1: Spotify. I think there's a Google platform we're on YouTube, yeah. YouTube.
0: So check that out. And then of course, reach out to us. We say this at the end of every podcast, but reach out to us. We want to hear your questions uh, some of your stories, send us your swings. We'll, we'll individually analyze them. uh, but we really just want to engage with you guys more. So with that being said, uh, kind of drift into, I think, I think that was our last piece. Any more you want to add with the, the putting grip?
1: No, I believe we are all set. Um, we definitely, I mean, we're going to have three more podcasts where we talk about putting. So
0: at least i'm minutes. sure
1: we'll t- tinkle with the grip a little bit more but uh i think we'll we're gonna rock and roll um one thing i want to touch up on that kind of sucked like we did i we haven't posted in a little while uh we did actually make a podcast but it did not save to my computer so unfortunately we were not able to get that out to you and we just didn't really feel like remaking it so we just we're regrouping it like, and we've jumped I,
0: into I the pnc that's all it was we all know we all know the dailies won charlie woods is a goat already so we're I really all ones, really it was do that i think i think everybody in the golf world uh got our the gist of what that podcast would have been about but nonetheless any any uh any last words with this, just for a little
1: a little funny piece i'm gonna end it with this I mean, how many shots Stroke play head to head. You're playing Charlie Woods. How many shots is he beating you by?
0: What what tease is he playing? Come on now. What he, he playing the same playing? Tees. Dude, is he gets it
1: free than I do, probably.
0: Nah, dude, he's not that far. He's only he's only 12. But uh no, it'd be a good match, man. I uh I'm beating him. I'm saying it. I'm on record saying I will beat Charlie Woods. I got it. I, I, I got it. I guess I didn't pay attention to. I didn't pay attention
1: to like I guess how far was he hitting it? You know,
0: I only think probably do around two hundred with a driver. I don't I don't think he's like I don't yeah I want to say that I didn't watch it enough, but like I don't think he's I don't think he's hitting like two fifty yet. You know, he's twelve years old, bro. He's pure. He makes what's that? I said he's pure. Like he's twelve years old though. His irons are pretty dialed, and he can putt, but like. I don't know. Has he ever played in a, in a D3 natty championship? I don't know if he can handle that pressure. So that's where we'll get him. I man. But uh, once again, guys, very, very appreciate your time. This has been the Tipped Out Podcast, episode 17, The Basics of the Putting Grip. Stay tuned for our next podcast. That is going to be on uh, the basics of the putting setup. So some real crucial, crucial stuff coming there as well. Yes.
1: I hope you enjoyed <laughs>
0: Yes, <laughs> all right, buddy. Peace and love. Thanks again. Catch you in the next one. Peace and love.
1: Catch you in the next one, baby.
0: <laughs> Contraband got that
1: dope. Sometimes I don't feel right. No girl on my face. She says she's in the butt. That's why I don't feel right. Catch me in the cup. More lights, my...
0: Stop talking. I'm breaking the bank. Yeah.